and welcome to By Association, a podcast from the Illinois Soybean Association. I'm Rachel Peabody. And I'm Betsy Osman. And today we'll be talking to Tara Smith, the Executive Vice President of Michael Torrey Associates. The Michael Torrey Associates team is a group of government relations strategists that stay ahead of the issues that challenge agriculture, food, and financial service organizations. Tara focuses on developing and implementing legislative and regulatory strategies, building coalitions, and informing policymakers on client priorities. But one of our favorite things about Tara is that she's a farm girl, born and raised on a corn and soybean farm in central Illinois. Tara, you're somebody that I know has been around ISA for several years now. And I know that when I joined the organization back in 2018, you were working on the policy front then, and you're leading a lot of our policy charge um, there in DC now. You know, tell me, how did you end up in this career um, working in ag policy? Yeah, you know, I think like a lot of farm kids, um, when I was really young, I wanted to get off the farm and I wanted to see the world. And I had the opportunity to do that. I got out, I got to see the world and very promptly realized how much I missed the farm. And so I was fortunate enough through internships and the like in college to sort of realize that I could find an intersection between the two, that I could find a way to be in the big city, work in D.C., still get to see the world um, and still work on an issue where I had a lot of passion, um, that being agriculture. So, um, again, I think I've sort of landed in a place where I get the best of all worlds. I get to spend a lot of quality time working on agriculture, um, working with farmers like the farmers at Illinois Soybean. Um, but I still get to be here in, in D.C. and do some of the political work that I love so much. Tell us a little bit about some of the things that are that you're working on right now, some of the, the main um, initiatives or policies or objectives that you're working on right now on behalf of um, U.S. farmers. Sure. I mean, there's always um, there's never a lack of things to do in Washington, D.C. and things to worry about in Washington, D.C., right? Um, whether it's what's going on in Congress or whether it's what's going on at USDA or at the Environmental Protection Agency, um, there are always a lot of moving pieces, but I think right now a lot of folks are really turning their eyes to the 2023 Farm Bill. Um, as folks probably know, September 30th is the expiration of, uh, of 2023 is the expiration of the existing Farm Bill. And so we're really starting to look ahead at what this next farm bill could bring for us, because I think every single farm bill we do has a little bit different personality. And a lot of that is because each of those farm bills written in a different time. It's written under different leadership. There are different pressures on the ag economy or, or the overall economy um, when we write those farm bills. So we're really starting to dig in on what the personality of this farm bill could be. Um, obviously, we have an election here in a few weeks, and that's going to impact sort of the, the personality and the landscape for writing this next farm bill. But we also have a lot of other uncertainties right now from inflation and input prices and uh, the war in Ukraine and what that's doing to farmers markets here in the United States. Um, and all of those things are going to have an impact on this next farm bill. So we're really starting to gear up for, I think, what a lot of folks here in D.C. consider to be Aggie Super Bowl, if you will, when it comes to legislation. 
I know, you know, preparing for that farm bill and those discussions, you spend a lot of time talking to Illinois farmers. What are some of those hot ticket items that they're already talking about? Yeah, I mean, I think there's always discussion around the farm safety net, right? Um, and this go round is no different. I think what we hear from Illinois soybean farmers um, is that they really like the crop insurance program and the options that they have, and they want to make sure that we're able to protect and preserve that program, but that um, they're also looking at some different risks right now than maybe they saw during the 2018 Farm Bill or even the writing of the 2014 Farm Bill, particularly around ag input costs. You know, we're, we're really digging in on what that could mean for farm policy. Should that mean we should have some, some changes in farm policy? Does that mean we need to, to beef up some of our crop insurance options that are available to farmers? I think we're also you know, digging in on some of the trade programs and how those can be helpful to soybean farmers, knowing that export markets are so important to Illinois soybean growers. Um, research dollars, how research funding should be should be spent moving forward to make sure that that sort of base foundation is in place to help Illinois soybean farmers succeed into the future. And I think there's going to be no short of, of discussion around climate change and climate policy in this farm bill as well. So I think we're we're really starting to do a lot of listening. Um, to, to find out what's important to farmers, what they really need, what's going to be helpful to them on the ground, because I think it's really easy for folks here in D.C. to create a lot of fancy policy that sounds good on a piece of paper. But if it doesn't translate for farmers in the field, it's really not worth the paper it's written on. Tell us a little bit about some people who have influenced your path, either, either professionally or personally, um, people who've had an influence on you and what you do and just sort of your direction? Yeah, I mean, I think probably first and foremost is is just my family, right? I mean, growing up on a, on a farm, growing up in that environment is what really gave me the passion for agriculture that I have today. It gave me that passion for rural communities. It also taught me very early in life that sometimes work isn't nine to five. Sometimes work is about getting the job done, no matter how long it takes and making sure that it's, it's done right. And I think that's really set the tone for me to be able to move up and move forward in this field and hopefully be as helpful as possible to farmers like Illinois soybean farmers. Um, but I've also been really blessed throughout my career to have some fantastic mentors. I think about my boss when I worked at American Farm Bureau Federation, Mary Kay Thatcher, a fellow farm kid. Um, she was from Iowa just across across the river, you know, she, she taught me so much about how to be a bulldog on policy issues and really fight for farmers in effective ways. I look at working for Chairman Pat Roberts of the Senate Ag Committee, and I learned so much from him just about how to be a little bit more patient, <laughs> perhaps in seeking out goals that maybe things don't come right away. And that sometimes you have to accept what is possible instead of what is perfect in order to move the ball forward just that one next step. So I think it was also really blessed from very early in, in life and in my career with some fantastic mentors. I've been able to learn from the best, so to speak. You know, it's fun listening to you talk about your job. You're obviously so passionate about what you do. And like you said, you know, fighting those fights for farmers and having those tough discussions on policy, you know, obviously you love it, but what would be some of the most challenging parts, would you say, of your role? Gosh, you know, right now, I think one of the most challenging things is we just have this growing partisanship here in D.C., 
And in the past, agriculture has sort of remained unscathed in some of those political fights and some of those partisan fights, but I think that's becoming less and less so. I'm in my 24th year here at DC, I almost hate to admit, but I think I've seen a real difference in that time. And I think, you know, growing up on a farm, you kind of learn that common sense and pragmatism are are really the keys to success. And now we live in a world here in DC where sometimes extremes are more the norm and that can make it awfully hard to tell ag story and to, to remain common sense and pragmatic in your approach to policymaking here in DC. I'm wondering what's next for you? What are you looking forward to? Um, what are you preparing for? Anything on the horizon that you're particularly excited about? Well, I would just say, you know, we're getting ready to go through a rebrand here at Michael Torrey Associates. We're going to be the Torrey Advisory Group here very soon. I hope I'm not unveiling that too too soon and getting ahead of the rest of our PR folks on that front. It wouldn't be the first time that they would get after me for getting ahead of them on something. Um, but we're really excited about that rebrand. Um, I think a lot of it is about focusing a little bit more on the team. We've grown our team here at Michael Torrey Associates pretty significantly over the last few years. We've brought in some amazing expertise from both sides of the the aisle, Republicans and Democrats, different issue areas within agriculture, whether it's research or nutrition or folks who have had leadership roles in ag committee positions. And we're really proud of the team that we've built up. And we think it's going to help serve our clients like Illinois Soy even better because we do have that breadth and depth of knowledge across the board. And so we're really excited about that rebrand and the team that we've brought together and can't wait for Illinois farmers to get to to see the roll out of that and can't wait, quite frankly, for farmers and the folks at Illinois Soy to get to take advantage of our new and expanded, even smarter and better team that we've, we've built here. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of By Association. Thank you again to our guest, Tara Smith. Please follow along on the Illinois Soybean Association social media pages to stay up to date on everything we're doing to support the 43,000 soybean farmers we have in Illinois. We'll see you next time.